0: Love Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversation. So join us.
1: Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com.
0: Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. We are so excited about tonight's show. This is Wendy, and Hillary is joining me again tonight in the co-hosting chair. Hey, Hillary.
2: Hey. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to get oh, this show you?
0: <laughs> me too. It's going to be such a great show. Have you been, like, um, getting all amped up and prepped up for the show?
2: I have. I went back and watched all my favorite little episodes online and, familiarize myself with it all over again. So,
0: Yes, what we're talking about tonight is uh, the PBS series Carrier. We are just so excited because we're bringing um, two of your fan favorites to our show tonight. Um, the two guests that we have on tonight are, are guests that were requested, and we uh, listened and we decided we want to have a couple shows with this theme, but we decided to go with um, your request, and that's who's coming on tonight. So tonight we have... Chris Altus, who will be on the show, and Christian Garzon. And um, it's just so exciting that they're taking time out of their busy lives and schedules to come on and chat with us and tell us, you know, about their experience, and uh, we can't wait to talk to
2: them. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, so we just wanted to remind
2: everybody who's listening tonight, if you're listening to us live, please, please, please join us in the chat room, or um, you can IM us on Yahoo Instant Messenger. Um, our name is Navy Wife radio. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We want you to be involved in the show, and so all you have to do is just get in the chat room or IMS. We just want you to remember OPSEC, Operational Security. When doing so, just please only give us your first name, no ship names or boat names, or names in conjunction with your command. We just want to keep our men safe, okay? And you can us tonight, like we said, on Yahoo, Navy, Wife Radio, or you can call in if you have a question or a comment at 646-652-4629. That number is 646 646- Six five two four six two nine. We'd like to welcome everybody who's new. We're gaining new listeners every week, and it's so exciting to hear from all of you. We hope you can all call in or send us an email or a comment, and um, we love to hear from from new listeners.
0: Yes, we are. That's why we're here. I mean, we we want to get new listeners. We want to help. We we ask you to help us spread the word and let your friends know about our show. And um, if you are listening to us for the first time because we anticipate we have a lot of first-time listeners based on our topic tonight. We just want to give you a little bit of background on our show. And really, you know, our show, Navy Wife Radio, is all about being a source of encouragement during a long deployment um, or a long, short, <laughs> short-duty day, as I like to call it, in the husband's home. Either way, whether it's uh, a long deployment or it's been a long day, we just want to be here for you and be an encouragement, and we're all in this together, and uh And that's what makes our show so much fun because we get to learn from one another and share new things. So sometimes on our show we'll have a special message for the military community. We'll have resource information. Um, Sometimes we'll have interviews with special guests or different military spouses. So you never quite know what you're going to find. But um, we're here every week on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us on demand. Like you can um, subscribe to our podcast via iTunes. And you can listen to past shows and we encourage you to do that. And if you're listening to us live, which is the most fun part, you can interact with us and chat in the chat room and call us and IM us with your question, all kinda of, all that good stuff. So um okay, so the first part here we're gonna just recap on our week and then and then we'll bring on our first guest. But I wanna say, um I think, you know, I've talked about this with Hillary and We've had some emails come through where people who are on, listeners are on the West Coast. We normally do our show at 9 p.m. Eastern, and we are going to push it back an hour to make it more friendly, time-friendly for folks on the West Coast. Instead of it being 6 p.m., which is high time dinner hour and homework hour and all that stuff. So, so yeah, I, I think it'll work out great. What do you think, Hillary?
2: I do. I think it, I think a time change will make a big difference. It, it is a busy time, 6 in the afternoon, so hopefully everybody can just, when your, when your night calms down and, you know, the kitchen's cleaned up, sit down and join us, so we're looking forward to that. Yep, so um, starting in
0: probably um, not next week, but in two weeks, that'll be our first show, and it'll be at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll still do an hour show. Um based on the guests, sometimes we go over, like tonight we'll probably go an hour and a half because we have such a jam-packed show and we're going to do our, um, we're going to talk about our contest as well. So, yeah, so look forward to that time change. We're really excited about it. And we'll just test it. We'll try it out and we'll see how it goes. And if it doesn't go well, we'll move it back. But I think it's going to be well-received. We're really excited about it. So. Yeah. um all right, Hillary. Well, do you have anything that's news, or how was your week? What do you want to talk about first?
2: Well, I had a slow week this week. Didn't really get out of the house much, that much. It's been so hot here in the middle of California. So the only two things I could really come up with that were that interesting to me is Lance Armstrong is coming out of retirement. He wants to win an eighth tour. he's 36 years old. Everybody knows him because he's a cancer survivor. You know, he's just really pushed through to win all the seven, um, de Francis and my dad is actually a a cyclist so he's followed his career for a long time and he um he did this um 100 mile mountain bike race in the Colorado Rockies recently and he said it was just his totally it just totally kick-started his engine so he wants to go and win another eighth race which I think you know just I think when you're doing good you know just kind of stop so you don't do worse but you know that's what he's decided to do. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens with that. And um, the only other thing I could find that was interesting was there's a Senate Judiciary Committee that's um, asking the top four wireless carriers to justify its sharply rising rates for text messaging. And (laughs) anybody who knows me knows I am a huge texter. I have run up some big bills in my day. I have unlimited now, and like when I got my first cell phone, my dad didn't even know what texting was, and I ran up like a $200 bill, and he was like, what is this? But um, I guess because in 2005, a text message was $0.10 cents to send and receive a text message, and at one point, I don't even think they charged to receive one but because um, oh, it wasn't really? on their network.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm new to texting. I've only been texting probably about a month or two. So I'm very that new. That's
2: the greatest thing. Yeah. I love it. So, um, but now, so in 2005 it was $0.10, but now it's $0.20 per message, and that's to send one and receive one. So if you're sending one, you can probably bet that it's going to cost you $0.40 because that person's going to send you one back. So if you don't have some kind of, like, texting plan, it gets really expensive. And, you know, my husband and I learned that out the hard way when we first started texting. We just ran up a crazy bill. So I think that's good. You know, it doesn't cost a lot to send a text message. They, They investigated it, and it just... They said it doesn't appear to be justified by rising costs and delivering messages. It's fairly easy. It's like sending an email, basically. Um, so that's interesting. Maybe, you know, the rates will come down. That would be great for me. So,
0: um, you know, I heard no this day story day. talking about texting. This, You know, the dad took his daughter in to get a phone, and they said, okay, well, what kind of plan do you want? And it's kind of like that story of, you know, you don't know how much texting you're going to do, and then there's the big bill at the end. She had, I think, because he asked her, well, how many texts do you think you're going to do a month? And um, So they determined a number of, like, 500. And then wow. after the first month, he got a bill. And guess, she's like, I think they said she was 13 years old. Just take a wild guess how many. You probably have a better guess than I sure did.
2: Oh, I'm going
0: to say. How many messages do you think she texted and received, I guess, in the first month?
2: between 1500
0: to 2000. <laughs> See yeah, yeah. It was like three it was yeah, almost 3000 texts. Oh my places. goodness. And he was just beside himself so it can happen. It can happen so get on the unlimited text plan. That's our tip for today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: yes well.
0: um, okay, the chat room seems to be working. There was I had gotten a message that it wasn't working. Let me update everybody on our status. Our chat room is open, so if you're listening to us live, you don't have to go in the chat room, but it's open there for you. You just have to sign in. You can even create a guest account, and then you can go inside the chat room, and um, there are folks in there already, and you guys can introduce yourselves and chat, so it's open and running, and I want to say Marla is helping us tonight on the Instant Messenger, so thanks, Marla and if we get a message in she'll send it to uh to Hillary and then we'll we'll answer it on air any kind of question or comment that you have and let me just send her that message if she gets anything and um oh great there's people coming in the chat room I'm so excited about that so excited okay awesome. let's see yeah hello everybody and uh so and Hillary's in the chat room and she's making sure everybody gets and all that stuff, so thank you for that. Um, the new Navy Times came today, and um, the the cover story is, um, you know, if you get frocked, if you get, you know, a promotion where, let's say you come out on the promotion board or um, you're eligible for promotion and your CO frocks you, it used to be that it could be immediately. But the, So the news in the Navy Times this week that just says, that um, after making the advancement list, it won't be an immediate frock. You can – those sailors will be required to attend a leadership training before pinning on a new rank, which I think is not so bad. I mean, I think having a leadership course before you get your rank
3: pinned, Um, okay?
2: I mean – I kind of think it's a good idea. Um, I know, you know, nowadays people join the military really young, often right out of high school or, you know, between high school and college they join the military – and, um, you know, a lot of times when you're that young, you haven't had a lot of experience leading. So I think, um, you know, if it's, if it's good training and if it's, it's um, you know, a quality kind of thing, then I think it could be very useful. I know a lot of times that's a complaint of guys who they say that they could do a better job leading than, you know, their superiors. So if people are trained, then I don't see any kind of problem with trying to make an effort to make sure that their leaders are, in fact, good leaders.
0: Yep, Hello. I agree. So so that's what's on the cover of the new Navy Times magazine today that just came in my mailbox. And there's a PCS article in there that's really interesting, too, so you guys can check that out. Um, gosh, our time goes by so fast. Um, okay, well, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. And um, like I said, we have two guests for you tonight from the PBS series Carrier. First up on our show is Chris Altus. You know him because he was always running around the – with his red shirt on right hillary yes <laughs> yeah and you know we laughed with him we cried with him and we just loved him to death and he's one of the definite fan favorites of the show and uh, so that's why he is the first guest that we'll have in this series and then we'll have christian garzon on later in the hour and Um, I have to say he was, like, top of the list when we were getting requests of who, you know, who we could have on the show and fan favorites. So we're just hitting it out of the ballpark tonight with both of these great um, fan favorites of Carrier. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have Chris on the line with us. So we want to take your calls, and we want to take your questions. So you can call in with any kind of question or comment. This is a rated G show, so (laughs) let's just say that. (laughs) but it's gonna be fun though i think Um, our call-in number is 646-652-4629 that's our number so call if we want to hear from you or you can instant message us at navy wife radio on yahoo instant messenger and we will take all of your questions and comments for chris and we'll be right back you're listening to navy wife radio
4: or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything
3: from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer.
4: Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve.
0: Welcome back everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is Wendy and I'm here tonight with Hillary. And on tonight's show, we're welcoming Chris Altis from the PBS series Carrier. And let me just give you a little bit of info on Chris. This is from the Carrier website. Chris served for three and a half years in the Navy as an E three slash aviation ordinanceman, which was his position during the deployment featured in Carrier. He separated from the Navy in September 06. He was born in West Virginia and resides in Virginia where he grew up. Chris, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on.
0: Um, This is Wendy you're talking to, and and Hillary, Hillary, say hi to Chris.
2: Hey.
1: Hello.
0: It gets kind of crazy when you have three people on the line. Go Go ahead, Hillary.
2: Okay, um, first of all, I just wanted to share kind of my carrier story, why I loved it so much. Um, I got married and moved 3,000 miles away um, from my hometown. Um, married my husband, who was in the Navy at the time, and three weeks after I moved, um, he went on a boat debt. And, it, and No, no, it wasn't a deployment, which is what Carrier was featuring, but it was his first time on a boat, and it was my first time being one of those left behind. My mom called me, and she was like, hey, have you seen the show? You've got to watch it. So it was... Um, really cool for me to get to see that. I think the biggest obstacle that a couple faces when a spouse comes back from any kind of deployment or just or being on the boat and being gone is, is you can't relate to each other because there's no way that I'm ever going to understand exactly what he went through and there's no way he could ever explain it to me, you know, really so that I could understand. But watching the show, just seeing what everybody went through and hearing all the comments and, and hearing all the stories, I have more of an understanding than I think I ever would. And I think I appreciate that more than anything. For everyone who was on that show and willing to share their story, um, it was such a benefit for those of us who so desperately want to relate to our deployed spouses but know that we never fully will. So I, I just loved it for that. And, you know, especially um, the people that we, we love and that we, we have on the show, you guys and um, the people we hope to have further, um, you were so genuine. You let us see personal sides of your life. Um, And it showed us how life doesn't pause because you're on a deployment. It just gets more complicated. And, Chris, your story was very personal, and I think everybody really um, um, related to you on that level. But but in addition to you, the Marine whose wife was giving birth while he was deployed – and the mom who was um, she was divorced and she was having trouble with her her kids' dad and and getting to see them and and the pilot who was grounded who was that just wasn't a personal story that was his military career that was being affected there just your transparency that let us get to know you all the people i talked to you know we just we laughed when you guys laughed we cried when you cried and um, I think it it made it it's such a difference between this documentary and any other documentary that's ever been done was the level of personal transparency that we got out of you guys and um so i i mean people love this show and i'm just it was I'm amazed how um how well it was done and so i guess my first question for you chris would be did you have any idea how popular the series would be when you started out
1: oh uh. Well, first, thanks for all the wonderful comments. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of known there had been some documentaries, and you know, we had always seen you know news crews reporting on carriers. But um, when when I set out and had realized that the film crew was going to be there for the entire deployment with us, you know, I, I had a feeling that they would get that you know that in depth look that that no one really gets to see. And uh, I, I'd, you know, I knew it'd be somewhat big in that aspect, but I'd never imagined it would be a 10-hour series, and, uh, no, I was just glad to be a part of it.
2: Yeah, I'm, it's just amazing how many people, and not just Navy people, I mean, um, I've talked to, to spouses who watched it, in, you know, spanning all branches, just just for the fact that it, it was such a, a groundbreaking thing. So I take it you've watched, Carrier, you've watched all the episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had to, had to watch it a few times.
2: So what was your... Most and least favorite part of the whole documentary. After you watched it, what was your most and least favorite?
3: Uh,
1: it's a good question. Well, I just enjoyed how how real it was, and and how you know they they didn't really sugarcoat it. And at the same time, you know, they actually let the viewers see what you know really goes on. And um, that my favorite part overall was just how well it was put together. Um, six months, I mean, that much footage uh, to make ten hours. It was just so well done. Uh, my my least favorite parts were, of course, I guess the the part of the the Navy that you know is not talked about much. And and uh, for example, uh, one sailor, for instance, on there who purposely wanted to get kicked out. That was probably my least favorite part. But other than that, no, it was a great. They did a great job.
2: And what were your most and least favorite personal moments from the show?
1: Um, least favorite was probably. Everyone thinks it'd say, you know, how how personal it was in the story with Tanya. I'd say that my least favorite part, and the, the part I found most embarrassing, was actually when I was in um, Hong Kong and I had had a little too much to drink. And, you know, I was going to say that, you know, I was Navy for life, and now that I look back on it and I'm not in anymore, I kind of regret that. And that's that's probably my least favorite part, actually, where
3: uh,
1: <laughs> but it was fun. So, And
2: your most favorite personal moment from the show?
1: uh that's fair. Probably just being able to 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 look back on and 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 see all the hard work that I actually put in i mean I, I knew it was hard work, but I mean it's just and just like the the friendships i made and and the people that are in there and that were around me at the time that you know I still keep in touch with i mean that's what matters most to me uh,
2: that's a that's a very good answer and um my last question for you is did did watching it and the experience of, of having the film crew there did it change anything about the way you would handle a deployment if you had to go on one again?
1: Um You mean while while they were filming? If if they weren't if I had to go on another one and they weren't filming?
2: Um just watching it in general, did it change like your opinions of how you handled the deployment or how you would handle it in the future? Just having that like aspect
1: no, I mean it, it didn't really. I mean, change much. I mean, it, I mean at first I was just kind of like, well, you know, wow, what's going on, you know, um, with them filming and everything. But I mean, if I had to go back and and do it again, you know, without all that, I mean, I would. Um, sometimes I wish I, you know, would have stayed in, but uh, it's just something I have to kind of, you know, leave behind me with and, and move on away from now.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, great, great answers.
0: Well, you know, when we have a bunch of people on the phone, Chris, it's kind of, we try and tag team questions, and um, we hope we get a caller or two tonight. Hopefully that the, the folks listening to us aren't so shy that they won't call in, so I encourage you guys listening to us live to call in for Chris. Um, you know, one of the things that um, is, was curious to me when I was reading your background and reading about the carrier, and when I think about all the 5,000 stories and how mm-hmm. it was promoted, how did it come to be that you were featured on the show?
1: That, that uh, I mean, it, like it, it just, I just kind of ran into the producers one day, and you know, I, I just said, you know, hey, what are you guys doing here? And that's when I found out, you know, they're in for the long haul. And then um, I basically just, I mean, off camera, had a little, you know, conversation with them and, and told them, you know, I, I you know, it's like my first uh, full deployment. Uh, I have a situation going on back home. You know, the girlfriend's pregnant and the baby's on the way, and she's due about the time the the carrier is scheduled back. And uh, I mean, it just it just took off from there. Instantly, they were you know taken in by my story and and wanted to see what was going to happen. Well, I think so,
2: that's one of the. Sorry, Hillary, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. You can. I think I was just going to elaborate on. Well, I think
0: that's one of the things that we loved about Carrier so much was that there were so many different stories and stories that just really tugged on our heart. And yours was definitely one of them. I mean, we wanted to check your email with you when you went to check your email, <laughs> you know. And and my husband's in the submarine force, so you know, um, email for us is really the only way we can communicate. There are really there are no phone calls, uh-huh. so. I think every military spouse can relate to, and even girlfriend um, can relate to, the communication aspect when your sailor is deployed and how important it is. And you're just kind of, you know, um, don't want to, don't want to leave, don't want to miss any kind of message that might come through. So mm-hmm. we were really, you know, on the edge of our seats, wanting you to get emailed just like you are. So. I just think yeah, it's great sure. you, you shared that with us because you didn't have to, and, and so I just wanted to say thank you for being so open and and honest oh, and sharing problem. your story. It, it really is appreciated. Like like Hillary said, you know, we'll never fully know what it's like to be underway or at sea. So
1: I mean, that was that was a big part of it, though. I mean, without without being there to to you know for the emails and the phone conversations, you know, as, as little as the conversations were, as you probably saw with Tanya. Um, I mean, it's still a big part of it. I mean, it, without seeing all that, you wouldn't really fully get the entire story. And that's what they wanted, and I was comfortable with it. And, you know, it just happened the way it did.
2: And those phone call seems really just, i the first time I got a phone call from a boat, you know, the, the noises you hear, the bad uh-huh. connections, the, the delay in the speaking, those phone call segments with you and with everybody were just really things that tugged on my heart because I know how those phone calls sound from home. Um, so I appreciated everybody who, who just said, yeah, yeah, you can be here while I'm calling, because um, those, those are some, some crazy phone calls that you get from, from the boat, so it was nice to see the other side of that, from what mm-hmm. I get.
1: So. It's a dollar a minute, too. Oh, yeah,
2: cool. they are. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. A dollar, wow. Well,
0: I want to remind everybody, we're talking to Chris Altus, who was one of the the fan favorites, really, from the PBS series, Carrier, and we want to hear your questions and your comments so you can send through the chat room or you can instant message us and our phone number is 646-652-4629 um navy wife radio is our screen name that we have up and uh, my screen name is navy wife wendy if you want to instant message me you can do that too so um so you know what are you up to now chris what do you what's going on now for you
1: well, I'm back in uh, Northern Virginia, right outside DC. Um, I moved out here in September of 2006, and um, ever since then, just been working full-time and, and getting back into playing ice hockey like I always love to do, and uh, music. I was in a band for a little while, and uh, just doing what I couldn't do you know, while I was in. And, and it's basically nothing really exciting now. I was, waiting for the show to come out for the longest time and uh that's been going on this year of course and uh but nothing too exciting. i'm actually planning on moving out to um california um orange county with a couple of the guys that were actually uh in the show uh old navy buddies of mine that are now out also and uh we'll see how that goes that's supposed to be june of next year and um I still have the MGI bill, so I'm I'm trying to go to school full time, and I'm waiting for the the new bill that uh, Bush actually just signed earlier this year, which is going to make it a lot easier to go. So that should be all next year, but right now, just working and and um, staying active.
2: Well, we have a question in the chat room for you, Chris. Um, how is life? Oh, there's, like, for you? there's like three or four in there. That's cool. I'm trying to keep up with them all? How is life for you being a civilian now? was the a big adjustment and do you really how much do you really miss it uh
1: i really uh, honestly had a horrible time uh transitioning uh i basically packed up from california and um drove you know all the way across the country pretty much by myself you know with my my sea bag and everything and just kind of left it like all in the rear view and it was it felt like you know it's just a new chapter in my life, and I'd get to Virginia and be all right. But honestly, for about the first year, I had a tough time in in dealing with the changes, and and honestly, like keeping a job, it was it was that much different. Um, I didn't know you know what I wanted to do with my life. I, I would think every day, you know, did I make the right decision? Did I not? Um, so it was actually a, it was actually pretty rough for about the first year.
2: And do you, do people recognize you when you're out in town? Do they see you and recognize you from the show?
1: Yeah, I, I get I get noticed occasionally at at uh at work. So, <laughs> they're like, hey, you're that guy from Carrier.
3: Well, you know, you know it, it's
1: funny because uh, they all it's it. I mean, they, you know, they just ask me, you know, how things went and everything. So it, it's real cool.
0: Well, I you know I appreciate your honesty in saying you know that you did have a hard time readjusting because I think that. Um, that's a that's a question people ask a lot, you know what will happen when I get out and and I know everyone's experience is different, um, but I think that you know just being so willing and open to talk about it I think that's great.
1: yeah so, I I, think the thing with me that. is that i'm just i'm just a like a very spontaneous person, and at the time it seemed like a good move, but you know if I could give any advice to anyone out there who's you know in the Navy right now and thinking you know i can 't do this anymore. I'm having a hard time, I wanna get out and, and go see what else is out there for me. I mean, just make sure you have a solid plan, um, money saved up and you and you really know what you're doing because it is tough waking up and not having to put on that uniform anymore and, and not having to go to muster and not getting that paycheck or having that protection that's there and it's just it's it doesn't seem like much when you're in and you wanna get out, but when you get out it it'll really it'll really make you think, so
2: that's great advice and a great point to make. Um, great point. Mm-hmm. We so have another
0: question. Yeah, we have another question in the chat room, so we're going to ask you that. I have we have our own questions, but these are more fun the ones coming out of the chat room. Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, Jai wants to know: Would would you ever consider returning to the service or any or a different branch or going reserve or guard?
1: Um, it has – it crossed my mind for a while, but, I mean, it's it's been a couple – it, that, it, that was a thought when I had just, like, got out and was going through a rough time, you know, if I should go back in or, or do reserve. But as of now, a um, couple years down the road, I, I don't have any future plans to, to go and do that. I'm trying to get my little brother to go, though. He just got out of high school, so I'm working on him right now. I'm trying to get him to go that route.
0: Okay, one more question from the chat room. What, um, how many deployments did you complete?
1: Well, I did uh, the tail end of the 2003. Uh, as soon as I finished A school, I flew out to the Nimitz and met up with them in Singapore. So I had missed that Persian Gulf deployment, but I uh, just caught the tail end and, and got a little taste of it, and then I did the full deployment in 2005.
3: Okay. So had
0: you ever been, had you ever traveled anywhere? Um, you know, we, a lot of people who listen to our show um, they're, they are new to the Navy lifestyle.
3: Mm-hmm. They
0: have, are just in their first deployment, maybe second, or they haven't even experienced their first deployment yet. Mm-hmm. So um, had you, before you, you know, when you flew out to meet the ship, had you ever, you know, what was your travel experience? Had you ever flown before? Had you ever been overseas before?
1: I don't, my, my uh, put it this way. My family has never left the East Coast, so, <laughs> I mean I was born in a small town in West Virginia and I was lucky to move to Northern Virginia where it was somewhat of a city. So uh when I when I got out of high school and just kinda went and re enlisted and, and took that first flight from, from D C out to Great Lakes, uh for boot camp, I mean that was the farthest west I had been, uh, ever in my life and um I mean it just went from there and I I mean I saw them pretty much the entire world in three years, so
2: Wow, that sounds a lot like um, like like my family actually. They're all from the East Coast. Well, so um, there's a couple more questions for you that I'm sure you've been asked before, but I, I don't think we can not ask them on on Navy Life Radio for a good interview. One question from the chat room: Do you live near Tanya and your daughter now?
1: No, um, Tanya still lives over in Lemoore, California, where I was stationed. Um, her her parents still live there, and she is married um, to Justin. They have a house out there in Lemoore, and, and I I make frequent trips out there. I've been out there twice this year. You know, anytime I can take off work to go visit, and um, you know, we're still friends, and they're real cool about letting me when I come out there to uh, visit her for a couple weeks. Oh,
2: wow, well, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. We're happy. Yeah, we're
0: happy to hear that that you still you know maintain contact and have a relationship mm-hmm. and so yeah, definitely. is there so of course hillary had this on her list of questions and i noticed she skipped over it but i'm <laughs> going to go ahead and ask it <laughs> all,
3: right. So, all right
0: so when she was doing her field research because she's uh-huh. a young spouse out there in the Lemoore area um so are you still single are you single or are you married or what's the status there
1: uh, status is it's complicated. No,
0: that doesn't surprise me.
1: I don't have a girlfriend, but I know a girl that'd be really mad at me if she heard me say that.
3: No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm
1: kidding. No, I'm I'm uh I'm currently seeing someone. I have been since uh I've been seeing someone since May and um she's actually got a birthday coming up and I just got her a little puppy, so everything's okay now.
2: Um <laughs> All right, one more question, and then I think we'll um, we'll see what else Wendy has and we might move on. Um, so another question, this is actually from our Yahoo IM, so that's exciting that people are logging on to there. Um, what was your favorite port that you went to?
1: Oh, favorite port. I get asked this a lot, actually. Um, and it's like a tie. Uh, I would have to say either Rio or Australia. Uh, I'm not sure which one was the better time, but uh, they were both uh, – definitely awesome beautiful places um but I, I i just can never tell which one i like the most i don't know i'd have to go back to both of them to see hopefully i can do that one day
2: <laughs> did it um I had a question from the chat room let me see who asked this um sab wants to know um how long did it take you to pay off the phone bill from the boat
1: Oh yeah, he's okay. That's in the. I don't know if anyone else saw it, but if you watch the deleted scenes on the carrier DVD, it was a, a scene they cut out. It was my cell phone bill, and um, yeah, it uh, it took a while. Actually, my phone service actually got canceled, and it, I think it took about six months for me to pay off the bill after the discount that I got from uh, my aunt who worked with AT&T. So it was wow. 20, Yeah, it was twenty-seven hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Total. Oh wow.
0: <laughs>
1: and yeah, this is uh like right when I was coming back and you know, it was oh, it was crazy. That was the worst mistake ever. That's some other advice to any sailor that's out there and wants to keep in touch back home that uh those roaming charges are ridiculous. Yeah, wow. Yeah, leave your cell phones at home.
2: So, um a lot of people were surprised. This is another question from the chat room. Chat room's busy today. Um, that they shot log day on the boat. Um, you know, it's kind of controversial these days, you know, things people are calling young guys in the military and all that kind of stuff. Um, do you know that was that like a last minute thing for them to shoot that or you uh, know, like reservations?
1: No, you know, I knew it was always going to be an issue. I didn't want to I've been through three or four wag days and without the camera crew there, it's always a big issue on the ship when the time comes around now and it's just I don't know. It's uh, they it's not really as bad as they make it out to seem and and there's a lot of stuff, you know, you obviously can't do anymore that you've heard about, you know, when you join that happen, but I mean
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, it's still a good time and a good experience for the the newbies that get to do it, but, I mean, it just, the way they go about it now just takes a lot of the fun out of it for the older guys.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure it'll always, you know, it'll always be a controversial thing, you know, the more political correctness people inject into
1: it. Exactly.
2: But that was fun. Um, I think people took it for what it was, and, and, you know, when we watched it, it was just a fun moment for us, because really, even though... they're they're not really making fun of anybody. They're accepting them into the fact that they've been on deployment and you know they've been through it. So you know, people, I, I'm glad people mostly took it for what it was, and, and I hope that it continues to go that way.
0: Okay, Chris, so, I got it. just a couple more questions before we let you go. Um, okay, that's fine.
2: And,
0: and we'll go on the the other side of the fence because there is some criticism about the series. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I mean, a lot of the, um, I'll call them senior folks in the Navy.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's sort of like when I try and watch The Hunt for Red October with my husband. I can't. I really like that movie, but he critiques it next to me, and we have a rule. We can't <laughs> watch that movie together, and he, he doesn't like it anyways. But
3: um,
0: So a lot of the senior, you know, comments, folks from senior people in the Navy have been, there was a lot of complaining from those junior sailors, and... Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of talk, which I'm sure that you've probably heard that too. So, what is your response to that?
1: Oh, uh, actually, you know what? I, I was told at one point, and um, that I was the reason why the Navy is the way it is today, full of a bunch of sissies. And that comment, like, really stuck with me. I mean, I know that times have changed, and and I had my my problems with not getting an email, and they didn't have email back in the day. I mean. I mean that's just it. I mean the times are the, the times are right. changing with a lot of things in the military today. And um, I mean I was just living in in my era, and I, you know I just tried to go about it the best way I could. I, I still don't think that any of that has um, a direct um, like resemblance of you know like my, how my work ethic is and how hard I actually worked, and I you know I still got the job done, and we all came home safe and you know, whatever other things that there is to complain about. I mean, that's that's their opinion, obviously, but uh, I don't know.
0: Well, I think that's a good, fair answer. I do. I'll take that answer. That is, I agree. You know, um, so I, I'm curious as to what you're going to do next. I mean, have you thought about – I mean, you're obviously pretty good on camera. You look good on camera. You have that kind of X factor, whatever they call have you thought about doing any more acting, or have you thought about writing about your experience on carrier or any kind of um, you know uh publishing ideas have you have you even entertained that or has anybody approached you for anything
1: yeah no i mean i no one's really approached me with anything um I just kind of going about it day by day i mean of course i I'd love to have that fantasy job where you know I'm just doing something along the lines of you know entertainment in front of a camera but um it's it's not actually one of my goals I mean if if the opportunity arises then of course you know I'll I'll look into it but until then I just got to keep doing what I'm doing now and and uh I mean hopefully one day who knows I mean I don't know what I'm doing yet maybe when I move out to LA next year I'll get into something and with this on my resume you know it can't it can't hurt me so um i mean, we'll see
0: well, you know, we enjoyed watching you on the show. I mean, our time here has come by, it's ending so quick, but we, I want to extend an invitation to you that uh, we are going to do another show on Carrier, and okay. we are also going to do um, some other things, so we would love to have you back on the show, if you're yeah, ever, you know, we would love to have you back, and um, the great thing about this show is that it can be downloaded after our live version, and... Um, our show gets thousands of downloads, and it's a great uh, resource for military spouses. And I think that for anybody going through their first deployment or as young in the Navy, your experience and being so open and transparent, like Hillary said, really gave us all an insight into what it is to be living on an aircraft carrier and experiencing all the things we all experience, relationships, friendships, and um, you let us into your world, and for that we really do thank you, Chris.
3: Well, thank yes, you. Yes, we
0: do. Thanks. Yes. All right. Well, you take care. And oh, I wanted to—I—I I don't know if you want to give out your MySpace page, but if you want to, go right ahead.
1: Yeah, sure. You can have me. It's uh, MySpace.com backslash Chris Altus. Easy as that. Um, I'm pretty good about replying to everyone, so if anyone has any questions or anything else, uh, they can just find me there.
2: And he did do for everybody who doesn't know, he did do a few YouTube videos that I think you have links on your MySpace page, too. Yeah, they're, they're
1: they're in the blogs on my MySpace page, or you could just go to YouTube and um, type my name, and it's just a uh, I did a few video blogs just after the show had ended. Uh, it was mainly just a, a lot of the the questions and uh, you know my response to them. You uh, know, there's like four or five videos there, and real candid, just me on a digital camera for three or four minutes talking. So.
2: All right, well thanks again Chris for uh for coming and and letting us you know ask you all those crazy questions. So we oh, really appreciate right. having thanks, you.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me. Tell tell Christian I said hello cuz I haven't actually spoke to him since uh oh, I don't know a while ago ever. I don't think I've spoke oh, wow. to him ever, so
0: <laughs> Well, all we, right, will we will definitely love. tell him and you'll have to just kind of hang out on the website, you know, in, or in the chat room and listen to the rest of the show we invite you to to hang out. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks, Chris. You take care. You too. All right. We've been talking to Chris Altus from the PBS series Carrier. Um, We're going to take a quick break right now, and then we're going to have a couple minutes of recap. And then um, up on our third segment of the show, we're going to have Christian Garzon, which I know you guys can't wait for that. But right now we're going to take a quick break, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio.
1: Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com.
0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Hillary. Wasn't that great, Hillary?
2: Oh, my gosh, what a great interview.
0: He was just awesome. I mean, great. And you know what? I love all the questions from the chat room. You guys are awesome in the chat room. You're making this job so much fun.
3: This is yeah. so much
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, Keeping us keep on our toes. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so just when you think it couldn't get any better, we have with us Christian Garzon coming up next. And let me read to you guys something a little bit about Christian. This is also from the Carrier PBS website. Um, Christian Garzon has served in the Navy for four years. During the deployment, featured in Carrier, he served as an undesignated airman working in the Air Department slash V2 Division. He continues to serve in the Navy. His current position is Petty Officer, third-class mass Communication specialist, aviation warfare specialist, based out of Japan, and he grew up in upstate New York. So Christian is coming on our show. He's going to be with us in just a couple of minutes, but um, we got to give you some background. Christian is the... I, I, for those of you who don't know, I don't know how you could not know because he really was um, tops on the list, just like Chris, for for you know fan favorites of who we should have the, on the show. But he was, we know him because he was making his own videos inside the ship, giving us a view of his world, right, Hillary?
2: And they were funny too. Not only were they just, was he just trying to give an example of what he goes through every day, but they, he was just funny. And that was, I think, my favorite part about him when he was just. He was funny, and he was he was um, giving kind of the lighter side of the of the whole thing. And um, one thing that I really appreciated his interview for was because the thing I worry about the most is my husband being like sad and unhappy for six whole months on that, you know, that all the different horrible things he calls that boat. But um, <laughs> you see, Christian Garzone, he's just you know having a you know making the most out of out of a, a not not the best situation, and um, makes you think that, you know, maybe even my husband could, could have some fun while he was there, so um, definitely someone, you, you if you watched it, you paid attention to him, and um, it's just a, and a few um, interesting things happened to him that I'm, I can't wait to ask him about, so very excited to have him as a guest on our show today.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, like, jam-packed, so what we're going to do tonight, for those of you who are listening to us live, we normally cut our live feed at 10 p.m. Eastern, but we're going to go all the way till 10:30. So, and you guys are going to hear the entire interview in its full length if you're listening to us live. We're not going to cut off at nine and make you wait till the, you know, to listen to it in the after the show, which normally happens during our our show. So, so yay, we've we've got the whole hour and a half booked. So what we'll do is we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to have Christian on the line, and we want to take your calls. We want to get your questions for him. Our phone number is six four six six five two four six two nine. That's six four six six five two four six two nine. If you have a question for him or a comment or you just want to say how much you enjoyed the show, whatever it happens to be we want to hear from you. Don't be shy. And you can also instant message us at Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo or you can ask a question in the chat room which people have been doing all night. So um When we get back from the break, we'll be here with Christian Garzon from Carrier, so don't go
1: away. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com. Coming soon to Military Life Radio, AskTheChief.com Live. We'll be talking about everything from politics to cigars to the latest electronic gadgets. And, as always, we'll be answering your questions and helping shipmates. Visit AskTheChief.com for more details
3: on our season premiere.
0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Wendy, and you're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and I'm here with Hillary. Christian, are you there?
4: Oh, hi, okay. I'm from Tokyo, Wendy.
0: (laughs) Hello. I wish I could say something other than um, Ola. <laughs> I don't know any. I don't, I, I don't know any Japanese. Welcome to the show.
4: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
2: No, well, we're just so excited to have you. And thanks for making. I know that I don't know what time it is um, out there in Tokyo, but I know it's probably a little bit of a, a crazy schedule getting you together with us on over here in, in the state, So thanks for um, hanging out with us and, and calling in.
4: No problem. It's the future right now. It's 10.48 a.m. on uh, Wednesday over here.
2: Because every New Year, they um, turn the New Year first over there in Japan. Well, um, I'm going to ask you, go ahead and ask you first the same questions. And um, Chris Altus, we just had him on and um, asked him some questions, and he said to tell you hi. Um, I I heard him.
4: Hello, Chris. How are you?
2: Um, So um, I'm going to ask you the same questions we asked him. Um, Sure. And um, then we'll, I guess, move on to our probably have more chat room questions, and we you know what Hillary? We have a call,
0: okay, we want to take that first. So let's take it because we love when when you guys call, so Christian, are you up for a caller?
4: I'm ready when you are
0: okay, all right, so um just give us your first name, okay, hello seven five seven are you there?
3: Yes, hi, hi, who are we talking to? this is sab i I had a question on the chat room earlier with Chris, but I wanted to ask Christian um. Basically, about I don't know one concern that I have with my husband being deployed is his spiritual growth, and I know that he was kind of struggling with that on the show, and um, and he actually had an opportunity to to have a position um, with the chaplain to, to minister to the guys there, and I wanted to ask um, if that's just like an ebb and flow thing in deployment, or I mean, does it do really do a lot of people really attend, and how far has he taken that um, since he's left the show, or where he where he is now, and if his if his spirituality has strengthened since then, or I'm just that's just one concern that I have with my husband being gone, knowing that he has that spiritual backbone and support, you know, while he's being deployed.
4: You want me to answer right now?
3: Yeah, I don't know if that's the right question, but <laughs> yeah. Just no, so answer. you want you
4: just want to know how my uh, my spiritual beliefs have, if they've retained or went away, or
3: yeah, or is that just a trend on deployment, like you guys have nothing to do, so you go to service?
4: Well, here's the thing. I always tell people it's important to work out uh, PMS, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And I think, you know, it's a lifelong journey, but it tends to kind of be accented uh when you're in kind of a deployed environment or in boot camp for that matter you know there's the old saying there's no atheist in a foxhole kind of thing um, i do think it is uh, it it boosts up a little bit uh during deployment cuz people realize you know all those comforts are taken away they they kind of realize oh we're, in, we're we're in real danger right now so um, you know, like I said, it's just accented uh, during deployment. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's something that when you when you attend mass or something on a ship or any kind of service, it's something that uh, you can find or you can kind of rediscover. And I think it's something that really does stick with you uh, through life. Now, granted, it might not always be um, as strong as it was during a deployment, but uh, I think it's something that's always there, a presence that's always there. What a great well,
3: answer. happened to Phil? I know that you guys had a little... A little you know, back and forth when you guys were in the Middle East, but um, I mean, were you guys on that now, or was he just teasing you on the show?
4: Oh, was that you talking about the the mosque scene?
3: Yes. <laughs> Well, what happened was let me let
4: me start off. We were on like an eight hour tour in Bahrain with temperatures above hundred degrees you know Fahrenheit, and we had only had three bottles of water uh, for the day, and he went ahead and drank all three bottles of the water in like the first hour of this tour, so we had no water left, and we were you know just dehydrated as all heck and uh, you know it was hot, we were annoyed and uh, or I was probably more annoyed to him. But that's all it was, it was just uh, just dehydration and just the heat and everything got to me, and I kind of walked away from him there uh, inside the mosque. I was just, you know, because he drank all my water for crying out loud, so I had nothing else to drink.
3: <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for answering my questions. Good luck to you. No problem. Bye-bye. Thanks, Seb, for the call. All right, Christian.
0: That was great. We got a call. I'm so excited about that.
2: That's fun. People should call in more often.
0: Yes, call in with your questions, folks. We want to take them okay so uh so go ahead, Hillary
2: all right um my my five main questions did you have any idea that this was gonna be as popular as it was when you started doing the show? Did you have any idea that people were gonna go crazy about it like they did
4: no i had I had no idea i I've seen carrier documentaries before on like the Discovery Channel. And things like that, and I always thought, no, that's a nice nice little show. I had no idea this was going to be as big as it, as big as it is now. I got hundreds of emails from people on, on MySpace. People, you know, here's a little shout out here to uh, Casey, Leslie, T, Danny, uh, Gary, people that are my friends now that I still talk to. Just hundreds of people emailing me all the time over Carrier. And it really didn't, um, you know, it really, really didn't chime in for me until I got home to the States. Uh, I went out to the theaters to see the new Indiana Jones movie. And I got free admission in the movie theater back in New York because they recognized recognize me from Carrier and I'm just like, oh, wow, how how big it, did this
3: get? Wow, hit? that's great.
4: Yeah, it's it's I didn't expect it to be as big as it was uh, or as it is and uh it, it's just been a tremendous experience.
2: Wow, that's that's really funny that they recognized you and gave you free movie admission. So, I assume you went home and watched Carrier when it was on TV and you watched it and analyzed yourself. Um
3: Sort of. What was
2: your what was your most and least favorite part of Carrier as a whole? When you went back and watched it, what was the, the thing you loved about it and then the thing you hated about it?
4: Well, the thing I, uh, the thing I did not like about it um, in terms of uh, you know, a personal moment was uh, that, mosque, that mosque scene we just talked about. I, uh, I, I'm not a, it's not one of, my, you know, uh, one of my proudest moments there. But, uh, you know, nevertheless, it, it's, it's showing reality. It's showing what really went on, and I, I applaud the ICON team for doing that. Um, the, my most favorite personal moment uh, really would be anything with Philip Mager. Um, I, you know, the garbage scene comes to mind, uh, certain things. Phil enhanced every scene that we were in together and made it uh, that much better. Without Phil around, I think I might have been kind of boring. So,
2: <laughs> And we did. It was funny because my husband came home from a boat jet, and he was describing the trash situation to me. And I just started laughing because I said, oh, my gosh, you have to watch this scene on Carrier with you guys on Trash. So um, that was funny. That was great. And you guys really did have um, some really funny interactions. And um, definitely you know, what, part of what made us, um, you know, pay attention to you guys so much is your, in your videos. Did you plan on making those videos when you set out for um, on, the, on the deployment? Like, was it your first deployment and you had just decided to video right. it or had you done that before?
4: Right, I, make a little, or I made a little series actually called Naval Confessions, and I was filming uh, the newest one, newest installment. They're just little, like, kind of like pathetic little DVDs I make and stuff I post online, youtube.com slash by the way. But I put those uh, together, and I did not really plan on um, the ICON crew uh, recognizing me. They, I, they shouldn't say they recognized me, but Phil gave them a DVD of things that I made, and they kind of tracked me down. I was sitting in my office just kind of hanging out, and they came in, and we talked, and uh, you know, we started doing things together, and it was really, uh, it was really amazing.
2: Wow,
0: that's cool. So, so Phil, so Phil kind of brought, you know, kind of brought you to their on their radar screen.
4: He's the man responsible. Yes.
0: Wow, that's great. Yeah, we love. He's a great Bill. friend. Yeah, we love Phil. We we thought he's great, and I'm, I was, I'm hoping you'll you'll help us track him down until <laughs> so that.
4: Was I, I can do that for you. He's on my top friends on MySpace.
2: Is he? Yeah, okay. and let me tell you, when you guys were sitting in that restaurant and he just disappeared, I know I'm not the only one who was like, Oh my gosh, what happened to Phil? We were all just like, What's going on? And then when he met you at the pier, um I I was just like, Oh, I'm so glad he was there that you had to see him again because that was kinda weird that he just walked away but um we we're all glad to see that he was you know, he wasn't kidnapped or anything like that. It was
4: No, he's like, al- yeah, he's alive and, well. alive and well. He's alive and well.
2: <laughs> well, I have a question from um Yahoo Messenger, and Jackie wants to know, do you plan on making the Navy your career now?
4: Well, actually, I had a certain turn of events last year that's not going to uh, allow me to stay in the Navy. I had three grand mal seizures last year uh, around this time, September, October, and I was diagnosed with epilepsy. So I'm being uh, medically retired from the military uh, at the end of this year.
2: Oh, wow. Well, our prayers are up to you.
4: Well, thank you. I mean, i got a great medical team. I'm, the, the Navy, I have to applaud them for this because the whole Navy medical group has just been uh, amazing with helping me out and getting me the proper meds and, uh, you know, uh, with the appointments and uh, taking me through uh, transition assistance classes and all that stuff. I really applaud uh, the military for that. So I'm, I'm in good hands. I'm not too worried about my, my uh, you know, uh, post-Navy life right now. Wow. Well,
2: that's good. That's good to hear. Um, and so my last um, question, is all these um, questions that Chris also answered for us. Um, Did watching Carrier and having that kind of like different aspect on the whole situation, did that change the way you would handle a future deployment? Did it change anything about the way you would go about handling a deployment?
4: Um, You know, I don't that's a kind of a tough one to answer. I would still, you know, bring a video camera aboard and uh, you know, keep everything kinda light if I could. It it's great. It's it, it see for me I'm a single single guy, you know. Uh, being deployed is not that hard for me. I just have to worry about calling the folks every once in a while, every few weeks or something. Um, you know, so it's it's not that it, I I probably wouldn't change anything, no.
2: Okay. Good answer. I like that you you know. Um there are all kinds of people um who listen to our show? I don't think I I would um, feel safe to say that not everybody who listens to our show, you know, is necessarily um, a Navy significant other. Maybe they're just in the Navy. So, um, right. So I mean, that's, and that's a good point you bring up that you know deployments it makes a big difference who you leave at home. So it definitely um, does. Do we have any more chat room questions? Um, yeah, we do. We have
0: it, it. There, the chat room is just. Hopping, I'm reading the messages and I'm trying not to get <laughs> distracted. Sorry, Christian. Okay, That's so fine. first of all, many prayers and hugs from the chat room for you. Okay, lots of prayers and hugs. And um, oh, question you. from Jai is, uh, isn't Christian a DJ now? If so, he is perfect! Exclamation point! Exclamation point!
4: <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I'm radio. I'm a radio DJ. I have the day off today, actually, but I usually DJ for Eagle Eight Ten. AM out here in Tokyo. It's uh, broadcast all across Tokyo and to the bases, uh, Yokosuka Naval Base, uh, Atsugi, Camp Zama, Camp Fuji, and Yokota Air Force Base, which is where I live and work right now.
2: Wow. How did you get started doing
4: that? Well, I I got the job as a journalist, finally. Um, If you look on PBS.com or PBS.org, I forget which it is, but there's a uh, career development board. On there, where I actually went through, and they kind of granted me the school to go be a journalist. So I went to Fort Me, Maryland. That.
0: Yeah, I was going to. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you about that, and it's kind of, I think, a neat success story. And the CMC just praised you, and, and that was just a great piece. If you haven't seen it, folks, you need to check it out. It's on the website, the PBS website. Okay. It, so, and go and ahead. they
4: were, you know, they were nice enough to uh, give me the school and grant me this this great opportunity. I uh, went to school in Fort Me, Maryland. And I graduated from there and then moved to Japan, and I work as a broadcaster now. And they kind of moved me into the radio department, and I've been there uh, for a little over a year now, having a great time doing it.
2: Well, that is so cool that that came out of that. I mean, we we all love Carrier, you know, for our own benefit, but I think it's great that you guys got something out of it, too.
4: Yeah, it's really great.
2: I think
0: you're kind of best known for your quick wit humor. You know, I can remember the scene where you're on top of a camel and, and and you're singing that I don't know I can't I can't sing so but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, Prince um,
4: or um sorry, Prince Ali, fabulous yeah. he Ali Ababa. <laughs> I think that was Phil. Phil was singing that I think actually. Oh,
3: was he? Oh. Yeah, I
4: think Phil was singing that. To so okay, me, he's got the quick wit. Maybe it. I don't.
3: Credit. <laughs> let's give credit. So,
0: like, I guess I'm wondering. You know, being on the radio, like here, you know, we're live, but we can always delete the show. We don't edit our show. We just kind of put it out there, flaws and all. So for live radio, were, were they nervous at all about having you on air? Because you can be pretty yeah. Colorful, colorful.
4: Yeah, they, yeah, good word there. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they were, because I did the morning show for the longest time, and my boss was just like, no, we can't have him on. You know, he's just too, uh, you know, colorful, <laughs> put it that way. But, uh, you know, they kept me on, and I, uh, you know, they say I did a good job. I'm not going to, you know kind of promote myself here, saying, oh, it's fantastic. And But, you know, they said I did a good job, and I'm, you know, I was happy to do it. And uh, they were hesitant, to, uh, hesitant at first to put me on, though.
2: Well, I mean, it's obvious that you would do a good job just from how many um, followers you attracted from Carrier, you know, being on the radio um, all the time. I'm sure people would, you know, notice you and, and start listening. So that's not hard to believe at all. Um, <laughs> so I have a... Um, I have another question from the chat room. This is a really good question, actually. Um, being on the show, were you guys under a microscope regarding your answers um, to the questions regarding the war on terror?
4: I'm really surprised about this. No, we were not. We were given um, a lot of free reign, and so was the film crew. And um, I, I really, like I said, I keep saying using the word applaud, but really I applaud the Navy for letting something like this happen. Because we were not, you know, pulled aside in a dark corner like, listen, you better not be talking about this, this, or this. It it, it was, uh, no, we were given, you know, free reign to talk about what we wanted to talk about. Those are real, true human emotions coming out in that show. Nothing really fabricated or tailored as far as I know. And, um, you know, just to basically answer your question, no, we were not told by anybody to not talk about something or, you know, say this, don't say that, you know. It was really, it was really nice uh, experience. I was, surpri- I was really surprised that you know the, the crew had as much access as they did, but it was. Uh, I think it turned out great.
2: I agree, and I I love that you said that because it just um, reiterates how genuine it came over to us when we were watching it on TV. I think everybody who watched it felt that what they were getting were true emotions, and it's why we love it. It's what sets it apart from all the other documentaries on TV about yeah, exactly. about military experiences, um, and there are a lot of them out there. Um, so and I think that's just why it was embraced and why it's it's so popular. So um
0: Yeah, I wanna remind everybody who's listening, I'll just interject real quick, Hillary. Um we're talking to Christian Garzone from the PBS series Carrier tonight. And we wanna take your calls. So please give us a call at six four six six five two four six two nine. That's six four six six five two four six two nine. We've got some folks in the chat room. So call us. We wanna hear from you. Christian wants to hear from you. So um, you can call us or instant message us on Navy Wife Radio or send us a question in the chat room. Um, so, okay, so, Christian, a couple other questions that are kind of off-carrier. Okay, what sure. Do you, what do you think of the new the new uniform?
4: The new uniform? Well, being out here in Japan, they're not coming – the new uniforms aren't coming out here until about, I think it's, it's 2010 or something. But I've seen photographs, okay. and um, – I've never been a fan of the uh, the dungarees, of like the, the utility outfit. I, I don't like. They look like that. I've gained twenty pounds when I wear them, so I don't like wearing them too much. I, I do think when I see these uniforms, or if I get a chance to try them on before I get out, I think I will like them, uh, you know, a little bit better than uh, the older uniforms.
2: Yeah, I know my husband doesn't like them either, but I like the the um, utilities. I don't know. I think they look great on everybody. So, um, <laughs> but I, you never know.
4: Yeah, like I said, they make you look a little bit bigger. That's why I don't like wearing them that much, the utilities. But the new uniforms, I think I might like those. I don't know yet. I can't really answer the question uh, as fully as I'd like to.
0: Okay, so then we've got to ask, and this is coming from the chat room too. What about the new PT uniform? What are
3: your thoughts on
4: that? You know, I just—in fact, I was just doing laundry, and I have it here on my bed, and I just washed it from uh, yesterday's PT. The new PT uniform, uh, you know, I don't have any uh, real complaints yet. I've heard something that I read an article in the Navy Times that it melts in the in, in the dryer or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, so far, it's been good to me. But then again, I've only worn it. Uh, you know, maybe a handful of times. So we'll see. Maybe I can give you a call back sometime on the show and let you know if anything else happens with my PT gear.
2: <laughs> okay. Someone in the chat room says that you can, see, you can see the guys running in the um, new uniforms um, from miles away just because it's so bright. It's and a so, see-through, yeah, like, I heard. Yeah, so. Yeah, I heard when it gets wet, it's,
0: yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, Christian. We also yeah. want to know about. Um, okay, you know, I'm, I'm sad to hear that you're having to get out of the Navy, but I know you're going to go on to great things because you're so talented.
1: And oh, stop! Stop! Us. Stop! We all
0: fall in love with you. So you know, we we know you're going to go on to great things. But I'm going to ask you some Navy questions for the young. Sure, people. no problem. Really, our our listeners are like I was telling Chris before. Brand, you know, new, like five years and less in the in the Navy, first second deployment most people most spouses who listens to her who listen to our show their husbands are deployed and that's one of the right. reasons why we love carrier because like Hillary mentioned you know there's really no way for us to know what it's like to be on a deployment but this show gives us um uh, just a little insight into a window to a world that is foreign and un- unknown, to, unknown to us so right um for especially if, you know there's a lot of girlfriends that listens to our show <laughs> For a, a sailor, young sailor, what can we do for um, the sailor who, you know, is coming off the boat at homecoming who maybe doesn't have a girlfriend or uh, maybe has one but they live far away and they can't come to homecoming? And I always feel for those guys when I'm there looking for my husband and they're coming off the boat or the ship. What, what are your solution.
4: Thoughts? Perfect solution. I think well, Phil's out now. You can probably hire him to meet you at the pier. That'd be great. What do you think? <laughs> he did the same for me. Yeah, I, you know, uh, for those guys, you know, I never really, I never really. I asked my dad to come uh, to, to San Diego. He couldn't make it though because he had other obligations. But and for those guys, I guess the next best thing would be family members or something along that line. But there's always there's always a band or something there welcoming people and everything else. Um, you know, I don't. I, I don't know what a great solution would be. Like I said, the only one I really I could think about that came to mind was the, the little joke I made about Phil. But um, <laughs> for those fellas, I mean, maybe we could make up something where you have, uh, y- you know, restaurants on the pier, like little little tents or something, like AC's out there or something. Um, you know, that maybe we could do something like that. But in terms of like that, that that emotional, you know, that that solid family support or or you know, spouse support. I mean, I don't know. You can't really do much about that. And you know.
0: Well, I guess we always want to make sure everyone feels welcomed home. You know, we really do. No matter, you know, even if someone's married and their spouse can't come to the pier, you know. um, So that's why I asked the question. So we're always looking for ways to do that. Right. I mean, well, there's always
4: there's always celebrities out there in San. Diego. I met Lou Ferrigno once. Maybe you could have him come by or something. <laughs> uh, you know, I met. There's all kinds of. Uh, you see, I work on an Air Force base out here in Japan, and they just had like the the WWE divas out here, the the wrestling divas, and they always have little uh, you know celebrities coming through. I don't know, maybe something like that. I don't know the celebrities to welcome home and maybe sign some free autographs or something. Adam West, maybe Burt Ward. I don't know. Uh, just tossing out ideas there.
2: Well, I think a, a, a really good point Wendy's making by asking this question. When we when we watched this homecoming um, episodes, and I I can tell you, I just cried and cried every time because I know I'm going to be there. I know how emotionally um, just crazy I'm going to get. And but it's not even you know it's it's our husbands and our boyfriends, but it's everybody. We know how hard it is to be out there just just from from being home and hearing it from our own. And we really want to make sure everybody knows, you know, how appreciative we are, how how much we we support them. Um, and it is a, a a really good goal to set to try to welcome every single guy and or every single sailor off that boat. Um, so, and you know, Absolutely. that's a really good point they make. Absolutely. We, we can-
4: well. You know and that's, that's that's a very good point and uh I hope I you know I commend you for your your efforts in bringing this up and I hope that uh something comes to fruition over it and I really do I just uh you know it's very important to welcome our serv- service men and women back home from deployments anywhere you know at the airport or whatever saying thank you or something for the the, the tough job that uh you know they all do that we all do you know it's uh, it's not easy the spouses too you know you you gals go through quite a bit
2: Oh yeah yeah, I think we um we go over that quite a bit. So I have another um couple questions from the chat room. Um we asked Chris this too and he said, I think he said Australia. Um uh, what's your favorite port to visit when you were on um cruises?
4: Oh wow. Uh, you know, I I, I love Guam because Guam was like a tropical, just a tropical paradise. I was chasing flounders with my my hands gripping them. You know, it, it was snorkeling. It was great. Uh, but I also liked Australia as well, and I'll tell you why. It's it, Australia is uh, is a culture, obviously like an offspring from the from the British culture, but it's really something that's so familiar yet so foreign to you. It's not something that's 100% foreign like Malaysia was. Um, it's uh, Australia is very familiar yet very uh, yet very exotic at the same time. and I think when you incorporate those two together, you get a great port call.
2: And um, what would, what would your advice be for a, a single guy on deployment getting to a um, port for the first time, wanting to go out and, and experience anything? What would you, your advice be for those guys?
4: Well, my advice would be uh, don't always go out to the hotels every night and spend your money every night in hotels. I went back to the ship quite a bit uh, when you know, curfew came about and you know, slept back in my rack to save some money. Um, you know, Just don't get ridiculously stupid. There are certain establishments out there with uh, salacious individuals, I'll put it that way, where you have to kind of sit next to these people and buy them drinks. And, you know, they're, uh, I think you know what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, don't waste your money on just stupid things, uh, vices, you know. you know, Moderate yourself. Just be moderate, you know, about certain things.
0: Okay, Drinking, and- I like those whether you're single or married, I think.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that too. I wasn't going to go there, but.
0: <laughs> or if you have a girlfriend or, or a boyfriend, you know, or there's women in uniform too. We don't want to forget that. Um, right. <laughs> um, Okay. The chat room is just streaming with all kinds of questions. I don't know if you happen to have the chat room up where you're up where you're at, Christian, but there's lots of questions in there. We can't get to all of them. We're trying, but we can't get to all. Of them. Um, I'd like to know, um, and this was also sort of mentioned in the the chat room. On your MySpace page, you have a video where you went to like a Star Wars convention. And all right. And I thought that was just so interesting, and you got kind of, I mean, you weren't supposed to have your camera at some points and stuff. So, you know, I'm just wondering, um, when you go to events like that, and obviously it's just out, I'm guessing it, out in town, out in the economy or whatever, and you run into these, you know, quote, celebrities. Um, ha- has there any been, you know, what was your favorite point of that Star Wars convention? I thought there was so well,
4: cool. Well, the best part was, You know, the the little interview I had with Mark Hamill there. Uh, Myself and my friend Isaac Needleman, who really was the brainchild behind the whole Star Wars trip. You know, we went out there for AFN Tokyo, our uh, TV station out here. And uh, Mark Hamill, you know, it, Lucas', Lucas own policy is you're not supposed to have, you're not supposed to do interviews with some of the stars there, but Mark Hamill kind of said, you know, screw this, come over here, because he went to high school in Yokosuka, Japan, which is a naval base uh, over here close to us in Yokota, and he went to high school in Yokosuka, and he wanted to give a quick uh, shout-out, if you will, to Yokosuka's uh, Nile C. Kinnick High School and he did so and uh we got it on tape and uh it was re- it was really great mark hamill was just the, just the uh, you know cream of the crop there also peter mayhew who played chewbacca did a quick interview with us saying you know anything for the boys you know anything for the military and uh they were just i mean they were just incredible people these uh the star wars actors were um but apparently i guess there's some policy saying that they they can't really give an in-depth interview uh about things because i don't know why i don't know what george lucas is uh I is uh, has in mind there?
0: Crazy! I thought it was funny when he's like, "Are you filming? <laughs> because you have the camera like down by your waist." I think is that on? Oh yeah, Are you filming. I thought that was really funny. So, folks, if you haven't seen that video, you have to log on to Christian's MySpace page, and if you want, go ahead and give that out. I think that's. What oh I sure, thought. it's uh... was it MySpace or YouTube? I don't remember.
4: Uh well, it's a it's a YouTube link. But if you want to go to my MySpace page, is www.myspace.com dot myspace dot com then slash. Cgarzone. That's C G A R Z O N E, and my YouTube page is uh, YouTube.com/slash Cgarzone.
2: Very good, very good. And you guys, I'll have to. I haven't seen it, and I'm also a big fan of Star Wars, so I'll have to log on and and catch that one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's great, Hillary. You're gonna really like it. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to to some of the negative comments of Carrier, like I did with Chris at the end of his interview. Sure, sure. Um. Because there's, like any good evening drama, you know, there's going to be pluses and minuses. And and there were, I felt, some storylines that were more dramatic than others. And um, so, you know, some of the comments were, like I told Chris, well, those young sailors, they're just complaining too much and blah, blah, blah. So what are are your thoughts on comments
3: like that?
4: Well, you know – and Chris put it best. You know, times have changed, and they really have. Um, the military of today is not going to be the same military uh, from Vietnam or the Korean War or World, World War II. You know, the military has to comp- compete with the civilian market to retain people nowadays. Um, you know, we have, for the most part, and this is not my opinion, but, you know, a, a war that's not you know, extremely popular, the War on Terror. So they have to kind of, you know, retain people in a way and kind of compete with the civilian market and, you know, have little uh, comforts like... Email or uh, you know, nice nice dorm rooms. I have a nice little dorm room, by the way. Work for the Air Force. Great living standards, by the way. I have my own room and everything else now. But they have to they have to compete with that to kind of retain people and give people those comforts, and uh, just really make people feel like, hey, this is a this is just a normal job for me, and you know I like it, so I'm going to stay in. I'm you know I'm going to keep you know fighting the good fight. What so, a great of, answer. Yeah, I, if I. Sorry, I get a lot. I go off on these tangents sometimes, and I forget if I actually answered the question. So I, I was thinking back there. Did I answer the question?
2: And I thought that's a great point about competing with civilian market because, um, in you know, I'm, I'm only 20, but I'll admit that you know I have a lot more comforts and I'm a lot more spoiled than you know, my parents and my grandparents were. And as as the military gets younger, as as people enlist younger and younger, they are going to have to to compete with that. You know, um. It's, you know, yeah, you're going to be living on base, but it's going to be like an apartment, you know, or, you know, what have you. And um, so that's a great point that you made.
4: Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's just it's just the way it is. And when people get those kinds of uh, comforts from back home, like I said, email or more expeditious mail calls and Amazon.com packages and all that. And, uh, you know, times are going to change. People's attitudes are going to change, too. They're not going to have that same mentality of, of uh, a World War II sailor or whatever. That being said, though, I want to thank... Every service member out there that's you know ever served, I know there's got to be a few World War One vets out there and a the bunch of World War Two. You know, thank you for your service. You know, I, I know that I, I just commend them for what you know, uh, giving us these liberties and freedoms, fighting for the, our liberties and freedoms.
0: You couldn't have said it better myself. I, I, yes, absolutely. We're we're we live the we can do what we want to do because people have sacrificed before us. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So, all right, Christian. Well. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we are so thrilled, and it's just an honor to have you here with us.
4: Well, thank you so much for having me, Wendy and Hillary. I do appreciate it, and best of luck in the future, and uh, God bless you both.
0: You too. To you too. And and please keep us on your email list or whatever list you have where you send out information, because we want to know what you're up to, and uh, we want to share that news with our listeners.
4: Will do. And uh, hello to all the listeners out there. Thanks for tuning in.
0: All right. Thanks, Christian. You have thanks, a good night. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Christian Garzone from the PBS show Carrier. And when I us oh, see here? sorry about that. We had some little background noise. Um, that was Christian Garzone from the PBS series Carrier.
2: That was great, Hillary, wasn't it? It was awesome. We had that was just such a fun interview and he had such good answers to all our questions. He, um I, I don't think he could have answered them better if, if he tried to, so yeah, he was definitely not
0: a disappointment at all. He rocked. I think we hit it out of the ballpark tonight. Um
2: I we'll agree. Do, we'll take a
0: we'll take a quick break and then when we come back we'll recap the show. And um we want to thank you guys all for hanging out and listening to us live, but we're not done yet. We have some more recap information, some information on upcoming shows, and we um, want to share all that with you, and we'll do that right after the break.
1: This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, coming soon to Military Life Radio, AskTheChief.com, live. We'll be talking about everything from politics to cigars to the latest electronic gadgets. And, as always, we'll be answering your questions and helping shipmates. Visit AskTheChief.com for more details on our season premiere.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Hillary tonight. And... And we just want to say thanks to Christian again. He was just awesome, and he has a great voice, doesn't he? He's going to be great on the radio or whatever he decides to do.
2: I agree. I agree. He's such a good personality for that kind of thing. It's so funny to hear that he's on the radio because that's just – I can so picture him being successful at that.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so up next, if you've been on our blog lately, that address is mymilitarylife.wordpress.com. We announced a couple of weeks ago that we were going to do a contest for um, a Nicholas Sparks book called Knights in Rodanthe. It's a movie that's coming out. It's a book that's been made into a movie with Richard Gere and Diane Lane, and it gets released at the end of September. And we had this contest for the first time, and you know we thought, well, we're going to read the book together. What are we going to do for this book club? And so in the end, we decided watch the movie trailer Leave us a comment on the site, and then we'll put your name into a drawing for a free copy of the book Knights in Rodanthe by Nicholas Sparks. And so tonight we're going to draw those names. We have our winners selected. We've got five books that we're going to give away, which is, I think, so exciting because it's not very often that we get books to give away. And the publisher was so great to um, offer that to us, so we want to thank them, Warner Brothers. And so the movie comes out at the end of September. And I'm going to go to the website right now and see when the release date is because I don't have that in my notes. And um, let's see here. Okay, all right, Hillary. So do you have the names of our winners?
2: I do. So do you want me to pull the names and then announce the, the um, best comment or best comment first and then pull the random names? Um,
0: Whatever you want to do. You can do it however you want. I'll let you...
2: Okay, well I'll pull the names first since that's random and then I really had to read through the comments and pick for the for the first one. So all right, here we go. Picking the first name. I have my little hat here. Alright, the first winner is Erin Lindsay. Erin Lindsay. Good for you. I'm gonna um see she commented her email address isn't up here. So Erin, if you're listening, um we'll try and get in touch with you, get you your book. All right, next name I have is Yesenia. Yesenia, you have won a free copy. I think she was one of our first commenters on there. Yes,
0: she was. She was the very first one.
2: And let's see. Pick another name. I have Kathy Conley. You have won a book. Congratulations, Kathy Conley. Hopefully exactly. we have your email. Yay. yeah, we have
0: we have everyone's email because if they left us a comment, that means we have their email. They can't okay, leave a comment good. without
2: giving us an email, so that's that's. Um, and the last random name is Heather. Heather, you have won a free copy of Knights in Rodanty. Yay! All right, so the last we I know we're going to give away like five books. And the last one, and we, we drew four random ones, and then we were going to pick whose comment was the best. And I really read through them, and I want to read the comment that was left because I liked it so much, and it just really, um, I, I think she, what she said was just so nice about the book. And um, she said, I think the movie will be about two people who seemingly feel that their life once felt complete but begins to unravel and rethread itself in a new life, in a new way. I enjoy Sparks' books because often they have been a picture window into my own life. After reading Dear John, I wrote him saying how I felt he had followed my husband, and I. And from the start of our relationship, I wrote a book capturing it. His books are life stories that can happen to anyone. However, Sparks glorifies the unspeakables and emotions. And her name is Kelly Seach and i thought she just what she said was very touching about how his books were a window into her own her own life so congratulations kelly you're going to win a copy of that book
0: yes congratulations congratulations to all our winners and i hope that we can continue to have more book giveaways and the only way we can do that is if we have lots and lots of participation so i want to thank everyone who left a comment in on the post because you know without you um you know our show our site wouldn't exist so um the show the i looked at the premiere date and it's september 26th that's when the, the knights in rodancy movie premieres so go with your box of tissues or your tissues in your purse because it's nicholas Sparks. you're gonna need tissues i'm telling you now and, <laughs> and i've actually read the book and it's great and um and it's a tearjerker, and it's true, Nicholas Sparks. He does not disappoint at all. And you can learn more about Nicholas Sparks at nicholassparks.com. And it's uh, it's Nights in Rodanthe. It's never too late for a second chance is what's on the website. And, that, and if you want to watch the trailer again, you can visit our site or you can go to nightsinrodanthe.warnerbrothers.com. And we just want to thank Warner Brothers again for all the books to help us um, share with you guys, promote the movie, and I think it just was fun. Wasn't this contest fun? It was neat reading all the comments.
2: I agree. It I, um fun, uh, everybody's comments, To it was fun to read them. I think everybody did great um with all the comments they left. So hopefully we can do it again. Yeah,
0: I hope so. Oh, someone in the chat room said, is it is it the same writer as The Notebook? And yes, Nich- you know N- Nicholas Sparks from The Notebook. That's who wrote The Notebook. And Message in a Bottle and A Walk to Remember and Dear John and lots of other books. So that's where you know him from. Okay, all right. So what we're going to do next is we're going to talk to you about what's coming up on the show. Um, Let's see here. Oh, I want to to remind you guys that our show is listed as a resource on militaryonesource.com under podcasts. So you can feel confident recommending our show to your FRG family support group slash ombudsman folk. Um, put on flyer, um, help us spread the word. And I actually saw a TV commercial for Military One Source yesterday. It was the cutest commercial with the little girl. I thought, wow, a TV commercial for Military One Source. So I think that's great. Um, okay. Oh, I know. I had one thing I forgot to mention earlier. The new Military Spouse magazine. Okay. If you don't get Military Spouse magazine, you can try it for free by going to your Fleet and Family service center or your Army Community Center, I think that's what it's called, or your Air Force equivalent. And the publisher actually sends copies there. So you can grab a copy for free and read it and check it out, and I'm sure you'll love it, and then you can subscribe at millspouse.com. On this month's cover, um, it's like a teal blue color, and the the main story is uh, Living Overseas. So if you are thinking about taking orders overseas and you want to read a story of some mill spouses that are currently there, check out millspouse.com, or check out the latest issue of Military Spouse Magazine. And um, I've mentioned before I re- write freelance for them. And I don't always have something in the magazine, but this month I do and it's on page 10. So you can read it and I'm excited about that. Or you can always check out their blog and I write over there too at millspouse.com. So just that little information. I know our live feed is going to run out in about a minute, so I want to just—we'll go into the archives just a tiny bit. So, Hillary, hang out with me; don't don't go anywhere quite yet. Okay. Um, I want to tell you, coming up on our show, we're going to have Sarah Smiley on. She's going to talk about our new book. I'm just saying it's available now on Amazon.com. And the moment of thanks, founder Stacy Artandi, is also coming on the show. If you would like to blog with us over on mymilitarylife.wordpress.com, send us an email over there. Excuse me, on the About page, you can contact us and send us a sample post. We're looking for bloggers. Excuse me. So please check us out over there. Um, if you love Army Wives, check out Jan Wiesner's live viewing chat party uh, it's Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern at blogs.tampabay.com slash standingby. And before our live feed runs out, I want to just say thank you to everyone listening to us live, and thanks to Chris Altus, and thanks to Christian Garzone from the PBS series Carrier. Weren't they awesome? It was a great, great show, Hillary. They were.
2: It was so much fun. And thank you, everybody, for joining in the chat room. I think that's the busiest chat room we've ever had, probably. And um, hopefully we can get that a lot more often, Everybody everybody jumping and, and um, giving us questions. So that was just so much fun.
0: Absolutely. Well, Our life is going to drop off, so thanks, everybody. Okay, we're going to go into the after the show, just a couple of uh, minutes here. I want to remind everybody that we are not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own, and they do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the author's, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. Um, our show tonight was sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. You can catch their show Monday nights at 11 p.m. east, in the east and 9 p.m. in the west. They're already on their fifth episode that they'll tape on Monday. So if your husband's deployed and you're missing that you know, boat slash work talk, you can tune in and listen to them. They, I will say their humor is a little sarcastic. I'm not a fan of sarcasm, but usually I'm not. But so I will give you that disclaimer because it is a show with a lot of testosterone. Let me just yeah,
2: it's definitely a guy show.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you're forewarned there. Um, But uh, thanks, Hillary. You did a great job. I had so much fun. I did, too. It was great. And thank you, everyone, for listening to our show. And, again, thanks to our guests, Chris Altus and Christian Garzone. We loved having you guys. We're great. Um, If you're listening to us and you have a a topic or a guest you'd like discussed on Navy Wife Radio, please email us at wendy at dot com. That's how our show gets better, with your comments and suggestions. Um, All right, Hillary, we'll see everybody next week, right?
2: All right. Bye. Thanks,
0: everyone. You've been listening to Navy Wife Radio. Please visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for showtimes, archive shows, and upcoming guest information. Good night, everybody.
4: You. Baby lately when I'm all alone It's just about the
3: only thing I do And when I close